In the meantime, in between time, today, ladies and gentlemen, is the 29th of November, Monday, 2021. You are tuned into episode 33 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you guys for tuning in via visually and audio. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Got a great show lined up for you today on my opening remarks. I'm going to talk about what's been going on for the last two weeks since my last episode. Some of the things I've changed. We're going to talk about that. And also on Monday, Mental Combat, talk about six considerations when choosing a new path. Appreciate it. Tune in and let's get started. Trust and believe. Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. So as I stated in my intro, for my opening remarks today, I just want to take a couple uh, minutes to talk about some of the things I've changed. Uh, I just took a, a different approach uh, at the macro level of what I want to change. If you remember in the first few episodes of season one, my backdrop was all my college degrees and all my uh, military awards. Then I transitioned into opening up my office door and you can see parts of my uh, Lions and Michigan and some of my sports memorabilia. So I say, you know what? I don't want to do that no more. Let me reconfigure my whole office, move my, my command center, if you will, move it to this side of my office in the corner. So I had the picture of the R&B soul singers, had that up and the, my old license plates from different countries had that up. But I say, you know what? I want something else. I want something. When I start season three, I want to have everything kind of just, you know, just different. So I said, I made this title card and I put that as my backdrop. Just something that kind of just, you know, re-energize the setting, kind of just re re-energize everything because it was getting to a point where it was kind of like blah. It just, it just, to me, it just looked bland. Uh, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but for me, I just thought it was bland, right? So if you can, you know, you get a chance to kind of compare the old episodes to how this look now. Uh, I think the content was still uh, good to go, but just I just wanted just to change the, the cosmetics of it. So appreciate it. You know, if you comment, tell me what you think about it, whether it was good or bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. All uh, comments are definitely appreciated, whether good or bad. Uh, let's talk about the website, the Trust and Believe Nomadcast.buzzsprout.com. I'm on there now. I'm on Buzzsprout, no longer on Spreaker. Um, you still can listen to me on all your favorite podcast platforms to include Apple, Google, Spotify. I'm on TuneIn now. I'm on iHeartRadio now. Uh, still waiting to get approval from Pandora. Uh, I'm on Stitcher, Amazon Music, to name a few. If you go to the website, you'll be able to click on the, in the right corner. You can have access to my Instagram page, access to uh, I'm on Patreon now. Uh, and there's a couple other ones, too, as well. So just take time to kind of navigate through. Definitely subscribe, follow, download and all the et cetera. Right. So I just kind of want to just talk about that in my opening remarks, kind of bring in the new my new friends and followers and reorientate my old friends and old followers as well. So just give me some comments, feedback. Tell me what you like. Tell me you agree with it. Again, I'm still experimenting, but I think for right now, moving forward, I think I'm just going to keep 
keep all this because I, I like a lot of stuff behind me, but I, I just think this it has color. It has pop. It has all different things. I'm influenced by all the things I like. Um, so here we go. Here we at it. All right. Today's Monday Mental Combat. Talk about six conditions when choosing your path, whether it's your path in life, career path, financial path or whatever it is. We're going to talk about six things you consider, six considerations when choosing your own path. Stay tuned. Stay locked. Trust and believe. All right. Welcome back to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I want to take a couple seconds to talk about um, my new followers, new subscribers. If you like this channel, uh, I'm on Patreon. I'm on YouTube. You can definitely subscribe to this. For all the podcast platforms to include the Apples, the Spotify's, and all of those, all your favorite uh, podcast uh, channels, all your favorite podcast platforms, download the episodes. I have 32 episodes that's available on YouTube, 32 episodes available on Patreon, 32 episodes on all the podcast audio platforms. So I am easy to be found. Trust and believe Nomadcast. I'm everywhere, right? So just definitely want to plug that in and, uh, Continue to support, continue to support. All right. With that being said, I'm going to talk about Monday mental combat today. We talk about choosing your career path. It could be a career path. It could be your path to happiness. It could be a financial path, whatever it is, right? There's things that you need to do to ensure you meet your goals, whether it's a yearly goal or something you want to have 10 days from now, 15 years from now, short term. Long term, it doesn't matter, right? So I'm going to give you six things you you should consider, six considerations when choosing your career path, right? So the first one is going to be deliberate planning. Number two, prepare for hardships. Number three, do not wait for permission. Don't wait for permission. Number four, success. Number five, timetables. And the last one is six happiness. Now, all of these are all fluid. You, they're interchangeable. You have to fix it, fixate it to how your life is and what you want to do regarding your own respective life. But these are things that I thought was important um, when you're considering a, a career path or any type of path you want. Right. So let's start with the first one. Deliberate planning. No matter what you do in life, you have to ensure you have a plan in place, deliberate, deliberate planning, regimented planning, everything from the time you want this plan to start middle finish everything in between. So just say you want to get a job. You want a career. Well, I want to work. I want to work at the post office. What is your plan to work at the post office? What is the end state to work at the post office? What are the benefits to working at a post office, right? Give yourself, just say 12 steps within that plan to determine what you want to do as far as that path. Again, like I stated before, it could be a financial path. It could be a family path. It could be whatever. No matter what you do in life, please, please ensure because so many of us, including myself, have failed with improper planning. Your planning has to be deliberate, right? It has to be mission focused. You have to know exactly what you're going to do in the event of 
success, in the event of happiness, in the event of failure. What is your plan? What is your um, course of action? Develop different courses of action. We used to call them COAs. COA 1, COA 2, COA 3. Whenever you have anything supporting the mission. Because there's things that's going to happen when you get into that planning phase that can mess up. What's, what things can you potentially, disasters can you avoid? How can you mitigate certain issues, right? But when you talk about planning, you have to be very, you have, I think you have to be honest with yourself. I think first and foremost, when you're developing a plan for your path in life, you have to be honest and you have to be critical of yourself, the situation and what you're up against. This is the time to really start taking an internal look and seeing what you're capable of doing. If you know you want to be a doctor, if your long-term goal is to be a doctor, what are the planning steps? What are the planning phases? What things are you going to implement to ensure that you meet that goal? That's not something that you can get 10 years from now. Sometimes not even 20 years from now. You got to think about the financial impact of going to school, all the, the coursework that has to be done, all the resident work that has to be done, right? You have to sacrifice. If you have a family, you have to sacrifice time with the family. So going to the dance recitals, going to little Timmy's baseball game, sometimes missing the anniversary because you got to do a residency. You may have to prepare for exams and anything that's affiliated with that different job. And I'm just using that as an example. It's like me. I knew I wanted to at least retire in the rank of master sergeant way before, you know, I even thought about staying in the army. So I knew when I raised my right hand and me and my wife had the conversation, she asked me, what is your expectations of the army? You just did four years in the Marine Corps. What are you, what, what is, what is success success looks like for you? And so I, I talked about this plan that I wanted. I want to at least be at least retire as a master sergeant. Now I know that's going to take years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, however long I knew I need to conduct some deliberate planning. And then I had to ask myself, am I really capable of being a master sergeant? Do I have what it takes to be a master sergeant? So it was a lot of times I questioned myself when I was struggling to make staff sergeant, when I was struggling to make sergeant first class, when I was struggling to make the rank of sergeant. There was times I really questioned myself. I'm like, man, this is my ultimate goal. I'm planning for this. I know I have to do uh, correspondence courses. I know I have to get a degree. I have to go to school. I have to take military education. I have to be the best person I can be. I have to be a stellar person. In my unit, I have to be recognized. I have to get awarded. I have to volunteer. I have to be that go-to person, right? So that's, that's not something that's overnight. Again, I'm using that as an example, but I knew I had to sacrifice some things. I had to have a plan. And if you don't have a plan, no matter what you do in life, you will fail. It's, and that's just not me saying it. That's life saying it. If you talk, everyone talk about, well, I want to be a millionaire. I expect to be a millionaire. Let me tell you something about expectations, right? High expectations, low reality will always, let me listen. Let me, let me listen. Let me hear it tell you high expectations, low reality will always equal disappointment. 
And it's all about planning. What challenge yourself when you make this plan again, take a, a holistic approach, right? And look at yourself. I think one of the things you have to ask, what are you really capable of doing? What are we really capable of doing? Do I really want to do that? What is the end state? What is my goal? What is the intent? When you developing this plan for your path in life, I think the biggest takeaway is honesty. Be honest with yourself. Can you really do the things that you want to do that you're setting yourself for? Because it's going to be hardships. It's going to be struggles, but also there's going to be happiness. There's going to be laughter. There's going to be satisfaction, right? So if you look at that and think about, okay, I got to, I got to climb this mountain. I got to climb these rocks without the gloves. At some point you're going to get to that mountaintop, but you got to have a plan. Everyone has a plan, no matter what you do in life. So I ask you, please, from someone who has failed many times in life, have a plan and make your plan as deliberate as it can be. But you have to be honest about yourself as well. Number two, prepare for hardships. We kind of talked about that. Preparing for hardships. There are some things and the hardship is not just financial. It could be family. It could be friends. It could be relative or whatever. There are some things when you're trying to get on your own path in life, there are some struggles. There's going to be hardships. There's going to be troubles. There's going to be setbacks. Setbacks. There's going to be some things that you may deem insurmountable. How do you get over that? Well, number one thing, you can have faith, hard work, preparation. You know why you can get over that? Because you already did that previous in the planning, in the deliberate planning. How hard, how hard are you willing to go through these hardships in life? Is it really important? Your path in life. Is it really important for the things that you want to attain? Oh, I want to be a millionaire. Well, sometimes you may have to be broke before you become a millionaire. Well, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to have my own skincare line. I want to have my own water, uh, bottled water service. There are some hardships. If you ask any businessman, businesswoman, business person they would tell you that you know they talk about the restaurant industry for example i think i was reading something the other day where a restaurant owner i think it takes probably three or four years maybe maybe even longer depending on the industry where you won't even see a profit for like three or four years so imagine the hardships not only that you have to take imagine the hardships that your employees have to endure because remember those employees have families, right? They have children. They have people they're supporting. They could be supporting the mom, the dad, the grandpa. They have children or whatever, right? Those are the hardships. Now you got to deal with employees that don't, don't see your vision. And that's probably one of the biggest thing is having people that's going to support you see your vision. Again, we talked about the end result, the end state. So when you prepare for these hardships, again, you have to be, honest with yourself are you do we have enough intestinal fortitude to deal with some of the hardships that we may have to bear they talk about uh, you know bearing the cross sometimes life can really just life life is going to be life but how do we deal with these hardships what can we do to deal with these hardships and i think one thing we just talked about the deliberate planning being honest with yourself if you're honest with yourself if we're honest with ourselves in achieving the things we want in life as, re as it relates to our path in life, we can deal with the hardships. 
You can have maybe, you know, if you want to do some things in life, set aside some finances to help you pursue that particular path in life in order to finance that. And what is the course of action if the if the funds run out? What is the course of action if someone, you know, there's a situation with the family? Again, that all evolves from planning. Make sure we have a, a good plan, a deliberate plan, and then we can kind of mitigate some of those hardships. Some things we can't. That's just how life is set up, right? But again, let's be honest with ourselves to ensure that no matter the hardships, we can get through it. No matter how, if you're on a boat, and no matter how high those waves are, let's ensure that we can we have enough to sustain through all those hardships. Again, it's all about honesty. Let's talk about number three. Don't wait for permission. Do not set your do not set your path in life on someone else's timetable. We'll talk about timetables. Do not wait for permission. Oh, I want to be a lawyer, but I don't know if my mom want me to. Oh, I want to be a plumber, but I don't know if my dad want me to. At the end of the day, and I will tell you from personal experience, you have to do the things you want to do in life at your own timetable. You have to. And I will tell you, there's times I know that um, a lot of people from where I grew up in Detroit probably thought I was going to be the person to stay home and, you know, do all these different things at home and be home. No, that wasn't my intent. That was, that was never my goal. That was never. And, you know, it is what it is, but that was never my goal to be that person that was always in Detroit, living in Detroit. Detroit's great. I'm just saying for me, right? But I knew I didn't need to ask permission to do things. When I joined the Marine Corps, didn't ask for, for permission. I just knew it was the op- it, the Marine Corps, the military p- would provide me a outlet to leave my current situation. I didn't ask for permission for do that. Now I consulted with myself. Is this the right thing for me? I made a plan about it. What are the hardships involved? Well, I may lose some friends. Maybe some family members may not agree with my decision. I may lose some personal time, but at the end of the day, I knew this is something I want to do. So whenever you want to do something in life, please, I beg you again, I'm talking from personal experience. Do not wait on no one's permission, right? You have the right. You on this earth. Everyone has a chance. Everyone has a choice. Okay. Please do not wait for permission to do the things you want to do in life. You will know, you know, Marvin Gaye said, let the spirit move you, right? You will know when it's time to launch into something else. You will know it's, you know, trusting your gut. It's the spirit telling you it's the ancestors speaking, you know, silently in your ear, you will know when it's time to do things. So don't sit around and wait, you know, should I do this? Should I ask? Should I do this? Is it okay if I did this? No, when it comes to your life and the things that you want to do in life, that is all you again. Like I just stated, everyone has that chance. Everyone has that choice. Do not sit around 50, 60, 80, 90 years. And you regretting things that you should have did 50 years ago, because ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, you cannot get that time back. We only get one lap around this thing and that's it. There are no do overs. Life is going to go on with you or without you. 
There's an old saying, get right or get left, right? So don't sit around and wait for permission. Challenge yourself. You know what you want to do in life. We all know what we want to do in life. Some we find out earlier, some we don't find out till later. But if you want to do something in life, if it takes moving overseas, if it takes moving out of your mother's house, if it takes moving across the country, don't ask for permission. You have the right to enjoy your life, to work your life, to ensure you have a quality of life. Because at the end of the day, everyone's telling you, don't do this, don't do that. Are they paying your bills? Are they paying your mortgage? Are they paying your car note? Are they paying your cell phone? How are they improving your quality of life? You improve your quality of life. So don't ask for permission. Don't wait for permission to do things. This is your life. Take charge. Spearhead any effort that you need to ensure you maximize every opportunity, whether it's career, whether it's financial, whether it's family, whatever. Choosing your path. Do not wait for permission. Number four. When you're choosing your path, the ultimate goal is success. We all want success. What is, if you, if you strip the word success, what is it really? A lot of people say, well, you know, it's financial. Well, for some people it is financial, but when you think about success, it's not really to some people. It's not all financial. Success can be marriage. Success can be success. Success. Why am I struggling with that word? Success can be being a father, being a mother, doing what some people say are simple things in life. Doing things in life that makes you happy can be successful, right? It's like I knew at a young age, I knew I always want to be married. I always want to have children. To me, that was the epitome of success. That's what success was. It wasn't about finances. Another thing I thought about success as a young child was freedom because I knew I didn't want to live in Detroit the rest of my life. I, I just knew for the type of person I am and the surroundings I grew up in, uh, I knew I didn't want to live there. So anytime when I went to the Marine Corps and then went to the army, to me, that was success, but I needed to compound that success. So when you were successful, just say, okay, I made a thousand dollars. I sell uh, body lotions or I sell whatever I made a thousand dollar profit. Is that really success to you or are, is success? Okay. I made a thousand dollars in three days. What if I do this for another 10 days and I compound everything and just continue to stack is that success? So you have to determine this again. We're talking about taking that internal look at yourself uh, holistically and ask yourself, what is success? What, how am I defined by success? Because society will tell you, well, if you're, if you're successful, that means you have a Lamborghini, you have a Ferrari, you have an 18-bedroom mansion in, uh, in California. To some people, that may be success. But I think you have to really strip away anything that's externally influencing you and look at yourself. What is success? How do I feel about myself? What makes me happy? We'll talk about happiness. Success is determined by different people. It has different variables. So you have to really find out what is success to you. I think if you're taking the theme away and we still got a couple more to go, everything starts with that internal holistic view. And you have to kind of ask yourself these hard 
questions, right? What is success? What does, how does success determine you or do you determine success? Think about that. Number five, timetable. Again, let's be realistic when we talk about timetables when choosing your path. If you want to be a, a HVAC mechanic, a person that works on air conditioners and heating systems, I think typically, and that's just going off the top of my head, I think typically they are in training in school for, I think maybe 18 months. You know, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. 18 months, 27 months or whatever. And saying that, are you going to be successful just because you complete that? Is that an adequate timetable? Look at the timetable for whatever you want to do in life and ask yourself, can I meet those requirements? Do I have enough time? Do I want to focus all my attention on how long it takes? How long is you know choosing your path? Are you giving yourself a short term, five to 10 years? Are you giving you a long term, 15 to 30? You have to determine that. Everything that we're talking about today is basically as a result of what you want to do. Again, I keep saying it, taking that internal, um, ask those internal questions. What do you need to do, right? When in terms of timetables, is the timetable really important? Do you really need a timetable? Yeah, in some facets you need, you need to. When we talk about being doctors, lawyers, and a lot of people, I even told myself about this podcast, I'm going to give myself a year. And I've been doing it since what, September of this year. I'm going to give myself a year with this podcast. And to me, I can determine if it's something I want to do moving forward. If something I feel is successful, whether it's financial or by people, you know, uh, with the comments and everything. But I already set up a timetable on how I want this to go on what I deem success. It's people in the podcasting world. They talk about I haven't been successful. My first, I've been podcasting for 10 years. I wasn't su- successful for like two of those years, but they understood their timetable. We all are given a certain amount of time on this earth. So with that, you have to maximize that time that you're on this earth. So set up a timetable of what you want your path to be and be realistic with it. I think that's the biggest thing I can say about this. Be realistic when it comes to your timetable. Don't fool yourself. Don't kid to yourself. And more importantly, don't lie to yourself when we talk about these timetables. Take an approach. Be honest. Because at the end of the day, you have to answer for you. Talk about timetables. Last one I'm going to talk about is happiness. What is happiness? And I can you know, add all these other five that we talked about. What is, what is happiness? When you're choosing your path, what do you want to do? Maybe when you grew up, the only thing I want to do in life, I love flowers. I've always thought about, you know, being around flowers. I love the colors. I love the science behind it. I love everything about it. I think I want to be a florist, which is a respectful, respectful, (laughs) respectful industry. Do not get me wrong. Right? So if you're a florist, you understand your timetable. You understand your hardships. You understand that you have to conduct some deliberate planning. You you understand success, right? But you're doing it because you're happy. That is what makes you happy. So everything I talked about, if you're not happy with doing everything 
Why are you really doing it? You can work. You talk about all the time where Hollywood folks, they uh, accumulate all this wealth, accumulate money, accumulate property, accumulate accolades from everywhere, but they find themselves disappointed. They fall into depression. Some are suicidal and you know, there's facts to prove that. And for one reason, because they're not happy. They've accumulated success. Like I talked about, but they're not happy at the end of the day, no matter the career path that you choose. If you're not happy, ladies and gentlemen, what's the point of even doing it anymore? We talk about this with the folks that's retired from the military or retire from public service or retire from fortune 500 companies. You see it all the time. It's like that. Um, I think it's a Dos Equis commercial where the, the, the female, she was a uh, depart uh, department. She was a detective in a Miami police department for like 15 years, 12 years or something like that. And she walked into our office one day and said, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. I want to be a DJ that travels the world that bring the spirit of music where people can dance together. They can smile together. They can laugh together. They can create memories together. And she wanted to do that by being a disc jockey. So now a lot of old school folks, Oh, how dare you leave? You know, you put all this work in at the police Academy. You became a, a detective, this and that you worked all these cold cases, but the main takeaway was she said it. I was not happy. That is why we retire. I love the military. I don't love everything that it brings, but I love the Marine Corps, but I left the Marine Corps because I wasn't happy. I love the army served, retired, but I retired because some things about the army. I wasn't happy with, I wanted to change. Everyone wants to change, but the end of the day, no matter everything we talked about, are you happy? What makes you happy? What would you like to do in life? You know, we talked about the difference between a job and a career. A job is doing something that you have to do to keep the lights on, to keep the water running, to keep the vehicles on, to keep food in the mouth. But you determine the career by level by a level of happiness. What do you want to do? If you want to be that scientist, if you want to be that NBA player, if that one makes you happy, ladies and gentlemen, we got to put in some work to achieve that, to get to that plan that plan that we want, that path that we want. We got to conduct deliberate planning. We got to prepare for hardships. We got to know what success is, right? We got to know timetables. We have to know all that. We have to not wait on people's permission, but at the end of the day, are you happy with what you're doing? Are we happy with where we at in life? We have to, we have to ask those questions. Everything that we talked about today for this Monday mental combat is a result of asking those questions, those tough questions, not to anybody, but to yourself. A lot of times we seek therapy from others. We pay others to tell us, you know, what we want to hear. Or we talk to a family member, tell us, tell us what I want to hear. But sometimes when you talking to yourself, and you asking yourself those questions, you can, you can answer a lot of your questions, but sometimes just, you know, having dialogue with yourself. And I think talking to yourself now is more accepted than it was years ago. Right. But you have to determine your level of happiness. And then you have to ask yourself is happiness more than being happy. There's a difference. Happiness can be, Oh, I got, 
fifteen million dollars in the bank, but happy could be I have five million dollars. What's the what's the difference? Your quality of life. If you already have five million dollars, it happy, but you got fifteen million dollars and it produces happiness. What is the difference of quality of life? You can kind of, you know, attain some some of the same things financially if you wanted to, materialistically if you wanted to. So let's make ourselves happy. Do the things that you need to do when determining your path in life, whatever makes you happy. But also understand there's things that you have to do to ensure that you're happy, to ensure success, to mitigate hardships, to not ask for permission, to conduct deliberate planning. Right? Ask yourself these questions and you will answer yourself. Thank you for tuning in today uh, on episode 33 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. Definitely appreciate it. Tune in tomorrow for talking on a Tuesday. We'll have some fun with that. So I leave you with, uh, with a saying, with a life lesson. And here it goes. If the man is drowning, no matter who it is, if it's a man or a woman, male or female, when you're drowning, you will clutch on to anything, including a straw. If a man or woman is drowning, drowning, they will clutch on to anything to include a straw. Think about that. Trust and believe Nomad Cast signing off on 29 November 2021. See you guys tomorrow. Trust and believe.